Go and make disciples of all nations. This is our mission. I'm Joe Melendres, and welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. This podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. On today's episode, we have The Saga, a female pop duo group from Australia. They have hit songs like If I Told You, Set Fire, and more. I'm so excited to share their interview with you, and just a heads up, they may be dropping off a new song. Our theme today is Ordinary Lives. You might be thinking, Joe, I just feel a bit average. There's nothing special about me. I'm a bit ordinary. Well, guess what? We are all a bit ordinary. So let's live our ordinary lives for Jesus. Amen? If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Each show, I like to encourage you with a mission tip. This is going to be some fuel and encouragement for your faith journey. So today's mission tip is brought to you by my digital ministry. I'm so pumped to let you know that I just launched a digital ministry where I aim to share Jesus in a digital space that's engaging, interactive, and relatable. I've been doing confirmation retreats, faith nights, Bible studies with churches and schools all over the world. I did a digital event a few weeks back in Canada, and then I did a retreat this past weekend in Detroit, and tonight I'll be in Minnesota, all over Zoom. So if you're connected to a school or church and are interested in possibly doing a digital event, please feel free to reach out. I would love to be of service. You can check out joemelendras.com forward slash digital ministry, and I'll put the link in the show notes. I promise it will be a great time and you will feel the spirit through the screen. Okay, so today's mission tip is it's okay to be different. I'm going to say it again. It's okay to be different. I love watching the chosen TV series and Jesus has a line where he says, get used to different. Have you ever felt like you didn't fit in? Maybe you felt a bit misunderstood or not accepted. Listen, we all wear these masks, mostly because we have insecurities, because we want to be loved and accepted by others. But check this out. God created you to be exactly the person you are, not someone else, but to be you. I started dancing in eighth grade and it was a bit different at the time. Some people made fun of me, but I knew this was my passion and a gift and it really made me come alive. I had to keep doing it. Maybe you feel that sharing your faith with others just feels a bit unsafe. You feel different because of what you believe. It's okay. God gave you that faith. So share it, own it, live it. It's okay to be different. All right, we have a great episode lined up for you. Next up is Word of the Day with a special guest, followed by our mission-driven interview with The Saga, plus a break it down with one of their new tracks. So keep it locked right here on the Mission Driven Podcast, Ordinary Lives. Let's go. (music) 
All right, welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is Word of the Day, and I am joined with Brittany Nader. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love jumping into the Word of God, especially with new people on the podcast. So, so glad you're here. We're going to be reading from Galatians 2, verse 20. Um, actually, Brittany, do you mind reading it for us? Yeah, no problem. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's like powerful stuff right there. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy, and it's only like three sentences, but you know, it's like uh, a lot to take in. So we're going to be breaking this down via the SOAP method, which stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Um, so I'll share my observations. I said that we are united in Christ, that we have to die to self just like Jesus died, that we a part of us dies so that Christ can live. I said that it's our, our faith in Jesus, believing that he loves us and gave his life for us. It's essential to actually letting him live within us. I was just really blown away. I've said now, the life I now live. So it's like a looking at the past and looking yeah. at the now, even though you're in the flesh, it's by faith. So those are some of my observations. Yeah, that's awesome. I put the old me is gone. So I think what I found really interesting about this verse was I've never really thought about being reborn as being the old self being crucified like Christ, yeah, right? right? So I think that was the most interesting thing I observed is like, oh, I never thought of it that way. So it was like truly the old self, your old self is gone. It's, it's dead. Mm -hmm. um, and you're being reborn in Christ and you're trying to live through him. Yeah and be the best person that you can be through Christ, yeah. who sacrificed everything for you because he loves you more than anything. So I just thought that was interesting and uh, kind of a refreshing verse. Totally. Yeah. It definitely is a, a refreshing, I, I would definitely use that word to describe it. And kind of convicting too, because it's it's like, like I said, it's, it's just powerful in realizing that. Um, for application, I put Christ lives in me, but do I believe this? I said, sometimes I feel like I need to set Jesus free in me and that I have things that I hold on to that, that almost limits Christ's ability to use me or to speak to others or, or things. And a lot of times that can be, you know, fear. It can be, I'm, I, I don't want to put myself out there, you know, just reserve, but I feel like we have to go all out and make every day count for Jesus. And realize that, Hey, I'm just a vessel and I can't say, Jesus, I'm not going to, not going to work today. Like I have to be open and willing and ready. So don't hold back. I said, and I need to rest in that sacrificial love that he was willing to, Jesus didn't hold back. He brought his a game for me and that he gave his life for me. So am I willing to live for him today? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, I kind of thought of it like my old self was a bad habit. Mm. And, you know, throughout my day, throughout my life, I kind of find myself going back to those old bad habits. Mm, and I'm mm. just constantly trying to catch that and break yeah. away from it and be that new reborn self in Christ. Right. I think sometimes because I do that, I limit myself in my growth. But mm -hmm. I think sometimes we're also too hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, the reason why Christ died for us is because yeah. we are imperfect and yeah. because we needed his help mm -hmm. for everything in our lives. So mm -hmm. 
I think sometimes I have to accept when I fail and, you know, ask for forgiveness and then take that as an opportunity for growth instead of beating myself up for falling short and being kind of this old version of myself. Yeah. Um, and maybe what I would say is not the best version of myself. Yeah. For me, it's like those bad, that bad habit of my yeah. own self. I feel like it's so easy to fall back. Yeah. Especially into habits or, or things and creating new habits. I just learned that research shows 66 days to create a new habit. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, if, if you haven't given yourself 66 days to install a new habit, you got to cut yourself some slack, you know, cause it's like, yeah. you're bound to, to revert back. I, I heard this analogy of like, you know, you can have the strongest boat in the world, like the Titanic, you know, mm-hmm. but one hole in the boat, it's going down. And so we can have such a strong life in God and in Christ, but we have one weak area and that can pull us down, you know, completely. Yeah. I mean, when I gave up social media, I, read the same thing that you need to give yourself like was it 60 days right yeah 66 days yeah yeah. to break the bad habit and it was so much to the point where this this was so much a part of my life that I would wake up in the morning and the first thing I would do was like look for my Instagram Mm. and I would realize I'm like wow this really is a habit it's something that I do right when I wake up I go to my Instagram and not that there's anything wrong with social media I think that it's a great way to connect and for people to, you know, meet new people. See you got to be things. careful. Yeah. But for me, it was like I got into this place where it was becoming too much part of my life and mm. I wanted to take a break. Yeah. But it was amazing to see how it really had become such a habit in my life. Yeah. And and just like this, you know, what I was saying before about breaking those bad habits, it's like you were this person for so long before Christ. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so you have all these things and you have everything that you need to grow from every day until we die. Yeah. And it just takes time yeah. and you got to give yourself that time. And I think praying about it is the best thing that Huge. you can do. Yeah. I think that there's so much power in prayer and, um, and I think, you know, giving up control, which Ooh. I struggle with oh, yeah. so much. I'm like, I know even when sometimes I think it's like God's plan. I'm like, yes, this is what he wants for me. Like this is his plan and I'm going to go for yep. it. And then <laughs> totally wrong. Yeah. And I didn't consult him. You know what yep. I mean? Like maybe part of it was what he wanted for me, but then I just ran with it in my own timeline and mm-hmm. in my own way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't rely on, you know, his guidance for that. And yeah. so it ended up being not what it was supposed to be. And so, you know, surrender is huge. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to surrender. And that's like, it's part of the plan, you know, um, I, two things that strike me of like, you know, Jesus said, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. So we're going to face challenges. They're going to be haters. It's not going to be easy. You have to pick up your cross and follow me. We're going to have to carry a cross too, mm-hmm. a burden. It's not going to be easy. So it's encouraging, but also it's, if we can mentally prepare for what we're going to face, we can face it better when we actually are in it. Yeah. So, And sometimes it's hard to face those things about yourself. I know it is for me. You know, I don't want to know that I can be impatient. I mm-hmm. don't want to know that I can be short tempered at mm-hmm. times. And yeah. You know, it's hard to self-reflect and and find those flaws within yourself. But like I said, you know, before that's where the growth comes in. And and, and also you can like laugh at yourself a little bit like, oh, that was like a little snappy, like relax, chill, you know, check yourself a little bit. And and, but it is hard. It's hard to put up the mirror and see, you know, where we fall short and where we're maybe not walking in the way that Christ wants us to walk into and not the way that maybe I think I should be walking into. hundred percent. Powerful. Yeah. Well, you mentioned prayer. Should we conclude with prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's pray. And you know, our theme for this podcast is ordinary lives and each and every one of us are, are ordinary people, but we're called 
to a higher purpose, a calling in Jesus. And um, that's, that's spectacular. That's special. That's purposeful. I love it. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for this time together. Lord, we pray that we can love ourselves for exactly who you create us to be. And like Brittany said, when we fall, we fail, and we can get back up and we can get back in the game and play our position, play our role, because we know that you're not holding the sin over us. It, when you died for us, it was for sins past, present, and future. But your mercy, there's no limit to it. So God, we want to improve. We want to step into those new good habits of following you and loving you. God, we just ask that you meet us where we are, um, that we can trust in you fully, and that we can rest in that sacrificial love and know that more deeply today than anything that Brittany would like to add. Lord, let us always recognize the sacrifice that you made for us, that the minute we accept you into our lives, that we are letting go of our old selves and fully immersing ourselves in you and in your plans and in your desires for us in our lives, that this physical body is is not it for us and and the end goal is really with you and just help us on our journey to constantly see you at the center and we thank you for all of our blessings we ask you to walk beside us through all of our struggles and we thank you again for loving us so much and for giving us your son in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thanks again for being here, Brittany. Yeah. Great. We got to have you back. It was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. That was Word of the Day, Galatians 2.20 with Brittany Nader on the Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. Today's Mission Driven guests are a Melbourne-based pop duo who aim to share a message of love, hope, and light through their music. Their singles, Set Fire, Fearless, Lonely One, and If I Told You, have all received significant radio play across Australia and the UK, really making waves on the Christian music charts. They have been performing for over 15 years and have a really unique mission, sound, and gift. I met them at World Youth Day in Panama, had an incredible time with them at the Australian Catholic Music Festival in Perth last December. Let's give a big mission-driven welcome to Alyssa and Georgia from the saga. Come on. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Hey, Jerry. Hey. So good to be here and so good to see you and catch up. Well, I'm so thankful you guys are on the Mission Driven Podcast. Um, You know, this podcast is about, you know, the mission that Jesus gave us to make disciples of all nations, but then he gives us specific missions and you guys have this music mission and the music that you guys make is incredible. It's such a blessing and such, such a gift to so many people. Um, so take us back to the Genesis of when was the first time like you guys met and decided to start working together? Yeah, I guess it's a funny story. So I actually met Georgia's brother before I met Georgia herself. I met him at World Youth Day in Mm. Madrid, in Spain, Mm. 2011. Yeah. And so I'd already had my own secular um, cover music band 
um, called Unlimited. And Georgia also had a secular band called Soul Chic. And this priest that we both knew would um, put on this barbecue once a year and get my band Unlimited to play and Georgia's band Soul Chic to play. Mm. Now, we would see each other literally once a year for about five minutes in the changeover. And then... A couple of years later, Georgia rang me saying, um, let's sing at church once a month. And so we would sing at church and then we would go out for dinner and our friendship kind of developed. And then one thing led to another. We decided to start writing songs together and now we're on the Mission Driven Podcast. (laughs) Fantastic. What was the first, do you remember what was like the first session that you had? You know, was it writing? Was it like, hey, maybe we should make music or was it like, we're definitely doing this? Who kind of like had the the conceptualizing or the dream of, of bringing the group together? Yeah. Well, it was actually, so I asked Alyssa if we would sing at church together. So we were doing that and that was really a faith friendship. You know, we'd sing at church together and then we'd go out for dinner and just share our life journey. It was very much like a friendship, but we had that faith in common. Yeah. And um, both of us are in the music scene in Melbourne and there's not, you know, as many people that are into that as like us. So that was our bond. And then one day Alyssa said to me, let's write a song. And, you know, we'd both been writing separately. Alyssa had released songs, I'd released songs. And um, we got together and prayed. Alyssa made breakfast for dinner. So we had bacon and eggs for um, dinner. Um, (laughs) And we prayed and we had the concept of uh, writing a song for the Australian Catholic Youth Festival. And it was Father Rob Galea that had kind of given out what he wanted the song to be about. And it was about joy. The Mm. concept was joy. And we prayed, we wrote the song in an hour. And what came out of it was um, we wrote the basic part of the song, uh, set fire was what came out in that one hour will set fire to the world wow and we then gave it to a melbourne-based producer called luke batterbury and then he just took the song to a whole another level he was like we're going to make this popping and he basically you know co-wrote it and produced it and that was our first single um yeah that's that's how it all started you know which we got to release in panama when you were there (laughs) yeah so this is all kind of within the past like two years that yeah. everything has kind of evolved and to, you know, most people when they make music or when they release music, it's a, a steady growth process. The first song you release isn't like a hit, you know, but for you guys to come out, you know, with a home run, like set fire. <laughs> um, and for those that are listening that haven't heard set fire, you gotta, you gotta listen to it. That's pretty amazing. And every song you've released, I think, I feel like you're very, you're very selective in, in what you put out and, and it's very, I want to say uh, masterful and it's almost magic when, when you guys put out these songs and you have a combination of your talent and then, you know, working with Luke and producing and that's, it's awesome. It's fantastic. So I think like God is like showing you right now, like, Hmm, I've got you where I want you and I'm going to keep moving you in the direction. And which I don't know if you guys see that, but as an outsider looking in, I've known you for two years and I'm just, I'm just amazed. So really cool. How, how does that stuff like, how does it make you feel like after you release set fire, um, your first, first single, mm-hmm. what, what did that, what did that do for you? And, and, and like in your creative process and in your mission? Yeah. Well, we, when we released set fire, we just did it as a little bit of fun. Like we weren't even, the saga. We kind of released it as Alyssa in Georgia. We mm. thought, and we were really, to be honest, we were really nervous about stepping out into this this mission. I guess because yeah. our faith was something that we kind of kept on the lowdown a little bit in terms of our secular music careers. And so I always, I was so grateful that I had Georgia with me, like someone to 
to do it. So if it, if it ended up crumbling, I would crumble with somebody else and yeah. not just alone. Yeah. Um, no, but um, seriously, we released a song and we didn't expect it to go as well as it did. But, I mean, that was a major blessing. But an- another blessing out of that was that a lot of people who share our faith and who also don't share our faith would send us messages saying how the song had impacted them. And then I guess those messages kind of spurred us on mm. to mm. to want to use our gifts to tell the world what you know, what God wanted to tell the world through us. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And yeah. so we're very, again, we yeah. are quite selective, but we are very, we're very open to what God wants to do through us. So we never start a song writing session without inviting God into that. And, and prayer is a very um, central part of what, of what we do. Yeah. That's huge. The openness is massive. Um, Cause we all can have our, our plans or, you know, I would love to talk about, you know, coming from secular, like doing having secular bands or doing cover bands and stuff like that to then transitioning over to, to being very open about your faith in this type of music. And I know personally, when I first started uh, performing, I, I wanted to be like Justin Timberlake, you know, and like NSYNC was hot. I'm, I'm, I know I'm showing my age right now, but you know, that was, that was like, I want to, I want to be like, like that. And then when I met Jesus, I was like, okay, well, how do I shift now? Do I still pursue performing? And I decided that God still wanted me to use my gifts, but it was to glorify him with whatever talents I was developing before I met Jesus, you know? So you guys have, it's kind of like these different, you know, projects, but then to come like all in for faith, how was that transition? And do you ever feel pulled, you know, in other directions because you kind of have like, you know, secular projects as well? There's so much to say about this, but, you know, I've been performing, you know, singing and dancing since I was four and performing professionally since I was 16 as a dancer and singer. And, and my whole, I was like you, Joe, like, and probably like Alyssa, like I've always wanted to do it. But, you know, when I was younger, the dreams were, you know, to do musicals and all that, which I ended up doing. Um, you know, when I was 21, I did my first musical at Universal Studios in Japan. And actually the really important thing for me to talk about is that at that point I was then going to try and move to America and I was going to try and work at Universal Studios LA and do Broadway and I had this huge dream but it was around that time that I really started reading the Bible and Jesus Mm. really started talking to me and I found musicals are amazing but I really felt God calling me to do something a bit deeper Mm. and I started writing but it was at I was at 23 and then Alyssa and I didn't start doing this you know until I was you know, just a couple, like a, a, a few years in, in advance after that, I won't say my exact age, mm. but um, basically for me, it was like, I knew this was coming when we started writing together. And when, when we pressed go on set fire, yeah. when we released set fire that day, yeah. I was like, okay, it's happening yeah. because everyone in Melbourne has known me as, you know, Georgia Byrne, who sings jazz, who does voiceovers, who does mm. corporates, Alyssa, who's with Unlimited. But for the first time we were saying, set fire to the world and we knew that that was people going to go what are they saying like you're not yeah. literally going to set fire so what are you guys talking about and yeah, everyone yeah. kind of said to us where did this come from and so i think the really important thing is that it was the first time we stepped out in our faith and so have we felt pulled i have felt more convicted lately because i've had a list of just to say this is who we are and you know what's crazy we thought it might affect our uh, secular our careers mm-hmm. in melbourne we thought people might go it's the opposite people of mm-hmm. we've both been blessed with gigs we're still doing our other stuff but we're able to talk about our faith because people are asking questions about the saga it's pretty awesome yeah amazing yeah and i love what you said about how when you were 
you had your conversion experience, you know, do I still dance? Do I still do all of these things? Mm. And that's kind of how I felt too. Like my, my faith kind of grew secretly over um, many, many years and I never really told anyone about it. And then um, it was, yeah, through Georgia and that I just, and a whole bunch of different um, experiences that I just, yeah, came out with that, I guess, within the saga. Um, mm. And then it's funny, I know what you're saying about feeling pulled and I kind of go through this little roller coaster where sometimes I feel like I don't want to do my other gigs anymore because I just want to do things for God. But then it's like I worked, I think we actually had the conversation in Panama. Maybe you weren't there, but it was definitely with Father Rob and we were just talking about how we just need to change the perspective. So even though we are doing gigs that aren't necessarily Christian gigs, you can still bring God into that place and yeah. you know god god has given us this beautiful platform yeah. and he wants to use us as his instruments in those environments yeah yes wow i love it i'm pumped uh it's funny because i didn't really know that you guys like set fire was your first and it's kind of like you're just a couple years in but i'm just i'm just amazed and impressed um so I want to ask you a question now. Um, you guys go, both kind of shared when you kind of met God and, and how that was really powerful. I want to ask a question now about if you could tell the whole world one thing, if they could be listening to you right now, what would you tell them? And we can go with the Alyssa first if you want. I was hoping you would say Georgia. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go, um, I think I would say God is real and God loves you so much and be, be open to that because it, it will bring you the most, not only is it the truth, but it will bring you the most joy you've ever found in your life. That's Amazing. what I would say. Amazing. Georgia, you're up. Yeah. I think for me, it would be that, um, okay, this is crazy, but like, no matter what you've done, like you could have done, it doesn't matter the craziest thing that you've done. Uh, God's going to love you and forgive you. And that's the the biggest thing, you know, what stopped me from knowing God's love all through being a teenager is I kept thinking God couldn't love me because I've done this, this, and this. And I remember telling a priest that once, like Jesus couldn't love me because of all these things I've done. And he's like, that's exactly why he came to this earth to free you and to, t- to tell people that no matter what they had done, he died on that cross for every single person. And there's not one person listening right now that he didn't die for. So that's, I think that's a powerful story of Jesus. Even if you don't believe he believes in you, you know? So good. That, that, that whole concept of God believing in you, like it Mm -hmm. it goes back to, if God is for us, who can be against us? Like, holy cow, what more approval, what more validation do you need if God has signed off on your life and approves you? Like, come on, that's so incredible. You know, Georgia, I know that you mentioned, you said you started reading scripture and growing closer to God. Uh, If you guys could maybe share your favorite scripture verse or Bible story, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, my favorite scripture is, uh, I've got a couple, but um, I don't know the exact scripture. Maybe you guys can uh, uh, tell me what it is, but it's the one about that for God gave you not the spirit of fear, uh, but of love and a sound mind spirit. You know, he gives us that every, whenever I fear in the morning, I think Mm -hmm. often we wake up in the morning and we, our minds can get quite cluttered with things we need to do and our fears and our worries about the future. And I always say that I'm like, Jesus, you gave me not the spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind and that's it's that's his truth you know so good so good i love it how about you Alyssa? yeah amazing yeah i've george just said two and i've got i've got one sitting right in front of me on my desk my my go-to generally is philippians 
4.13, can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. But I think I also need to mention um, Romans 8.28. So mm-hmm. we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have yeah. been called according to his purpose. And so I guess no matter what is happening in anyone's life, um, we can do all th- things through Christ and God's going to make work everything yes. for our good if we love God. Yes, so, even, even the pandemic, even tragedy, mm-hmm. even hurt, God can work it together for good. And that's, that's so beautiful. And that is so much hope, so much hope right there. Um, I love it. You know, there might be someone listening right now who needs some inspiration needs like, Hey, I'm feeling creative, but I don't know what I should do. How do I actually start making, you know, create creative projects for God? What would you say? And how would you speak life into that creative person right now? Um, I would, I would firstly say, take it, take it to prayer and ask God to reveal to you how he wants you to move forward with it, but also surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do and people who are going to encourage you and, um, inspire you. Like there's so many resources online. I know so many friends who create online courses and, and things to further these skills, like do what you need to do to, to go to the next level. Surround yourself with people who are encourage you and, and make sure you keep God at the forefront. I love it. How about you, Georgia? Uh, I think, yeah, exactly what Alyssa said. Like, you know, prayer is so massive. I know that um, uh, when I have had really hard times in my life, I've often sat at the piano and just prayed and songs have, you know, come out. And it's same when Alyssa and I got together, like especially when we wrote Fearless, we wrote it off the back of all the stories people had told us um, around Set Fire. Mm. And obviously Luke had, you know, half that song ready, but Alyssa and I sat down and wrote a lot of the verse lyrics and it came out of stories that people had told us. So it's not like I was, we were walking around with the lyric, the verse lyrics. We actually sat and prayed and we're like, Jesus, what do you want us to say in this song? And Fearless is one of the songs that has resonated with a lot of people. And we really believe God gave us those lyrics. So I think the biggest thing I would say is don't always rely on your own strength. Like Mm. if you don't have a creative idea, that's okay. You can, if you give God the time, like if you sit there and go, Hey God, I don't feel that creative, but I'm going to pray and things will often come. I think that's the important thing. Yeah. Don't wait for this perfect light bulb moment of creativity. Just give him the time, you know? Wow. I love that. It's so good. And also pulling ideas, like having, you know, your fans give you, Hey, what do you want the next song to be about? And getting the feedback. That's beautiful. You know, it's amazing. Um, well, I want to know what's next. What are you guys working on? Uh, what, what's coming out? Let's let us know. Maybe your dreams and visions for 2021. Let, let us know what's coming. So we just released a brand new single a couple of weeks ago called Ordinary Lives. And now that we've come out of lockdown, we've got a couple of live live shows coming up and performing for different events and different conferences. So that is super exciting. And 2021, I guess, will be a couple more original songs and more live performances. Mm-hmm. What else, Georgia? That's you said it all. That's it. That's it. You know, we're just like right right now we're doing some radio interviews for our new song Ordinary Lives and that's cool. obviously featuring Father Rob Galea. Yeah. That's important to mention. He's featuring in this song and we had an um, interview for Light FM last week with him and so that's what's happening now. We're very much all in the Ordinary Lives world but, uh, yeah, just releasing and, and you know, doing live shows again because we can't. Yeah, I'm pumped. And you guys are also co-hosts of the Catholic Influencers podcast. You know, that's a yeah. that's a, a big a big thing, you know, doing it every week. I I was listening to it this morning. I love it. Um so make sure if you're 
you're watching this, that you uh, subscribe to the Catholic Influencers Podcast with Father Rob. Um, and so before we, we conclude, uh, and for Break It Down, we're actually going to break down ordinary lives, and I'm really looking forward to that. But we have some rapid fire questions. So the first thought that comes to your mind, I want you to just like spit it out. So who wants to go first and we'll just go back and forth. We'll go Georgia this time. Okay. All right, Georgia, here we go. Rapid fire with the saga on the mission driven podcast. First thing that pops in your mind. Ready? Favorite flavor ice cream. Uh, vanilla. I love like cookies and cream. Favorite color. Blue. Pink. Favorite musical artist? I'm obsessed with Brooke Fraser. I'm going to say for King and Country, actually. Amazing. Favorite movie ever? Beaches, Bette Midler. What inspires you? People living out their God-given mission. Favorite TV show? Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes, times two. Favorite Woo! fruit? Strawberries. Um, strawberries. Life goal? Huh. Uh, to live the life that God wants me to live the best way I can. Finish the sentence. God is. Amazing. Awesome. Praise the Lord. The saga on the mission driven podcast. Love you guys so much. Um, we'll put all of your social handles in uh, the description below. And we just, we love you. We'll be praying for you. Can't wait to hear what's next. Ordinary lives. You gotta check it out. Thanks, Joe. All right. God Thank bless you, you so guys. Much, Joe. Peace. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is Break It Down, where we're going to be breaking down a special track. It's actually the Sagas track featuring Father Rob Galea called Ordinary Lives. Y'all, I'm excited to break down this track. Um, this was released. You know, during this quarantine season, it's amazing to make such incredible music during this time. Uh, I love it. What was the process, the creative process of creating this track? Yeah, sure. So, um, uh, yeah, at the start of uh, uh, COVID, we sort of talked about, you know, getting together and writing and um, our producer, Luke Batterbury, he had this chorus in his head and he sang it to us, you know, mm. we weren't meant for ordinary lives and he started singing it and he's like, I got this idea and I'm like, this is really cool. So we all got together and um, like we do before we write, we pray mm. and listen. <laughs> yeah, so uh, when we come together and write, like we just throw different lyric ideas around and we were talking, we were, this was kind of in the middle, um, we were coming out of our first lockdown, we hadn't quite gone into our second lockdown yet. So we were talking about all of our feelings in terms of that and how this time is difficult, but yeah, we weren't called to ordinary lives. And, you know, we are called to be saints is mm. essentially what the song is talking about, mm. just not in those terms. So um yeah, we threw different lyrics around, came up with our lyrics and our melody, and then we got into the process of recording it. And so we were kind of lucky we had that little break during lockdown where I could go to the studio and do it. And then Georgia laid down her vocals and Luke produced it up as amazingly as he always does with all of our songs. And yeah, a few months later, here we are at the couple of weeks after the release. Yeah. Mm. And, and what was it like, you know, inviting Father Rob to be a part of it? Was he always, you know, hey, we'll have Father Rob on this or how did that come about? Yeah, we um, since we got to tour with Father Rob and yourself in Panama and, you know, he was so supportive of us releasing our first single in Panama and with um, with him and, you know, basically we always wanted to do a song with him but we are just right, waiting for the right time. Mm -hmm. We released our song If I Told You right before uh, 
lockdown or right at the start yeah. of it. Um, and it was a lot more upbeat song, you know, reminding people that they were loved and it had such a great vibe. But we knew for this one, especially Luke, our producer and co-writer, Batterbury, he really wanted it to be different. Mm-hmm. And he said this would be a great one for Father Rob to be on. So Father Rob was always in the works to, you know, record with, but it was just finding the right song that would suit, um, you know, suit. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Now, yeah. for people that don't know how to write lyrics, I, I find it fascinating. We all have a different creative process, but, you know, can you break down like writing a lyric for Ordinary Lives? What did that look like? How long is it, you know, you spend 30 minutes in a notepad. Are you on your phone? Are you pulling different ideas? Are you looking at scripture? What does that process look like to write lyrics? It's, it, yeah, all, all of those suggestions. We always kind of have a melody first and we kind of write lyrics to a melody and, um, yeah, I'm such a planner. And so we kind of plan out what the verses kind of need to say roughly. And then we flesh those ideas out. Just someone's there with a laptop and where there's just words coming all over the place and we try and fit things in together and see what rhymes with that. And then if we find a rhyme, like, oh, how can we make this word, you know, work with this sentence and lots of wordplay and and discussion, but it's good having different people in the room because we bounce ideas off each Mm. other. It's never really just one, one person. It's very much a team yeah like you know we might have a line like I remember you know be said you know uh through the noise like there's been so much noise during COVID like think about how noisy it's been like when I say it's quiet when you're in your own isolated state but when you turn on the news you know it's just been so noisy different people saying what COVID Mm. is what it isn't is it real is it not like who believes what what's going to happen is the world ending like it's been insane so those lines such as you know through the noise if we could just listen to the word of God like that Mm. says we'll make it no matter what we we were just throwing out lines to, to try and speak to what was happening, you know, and then we'd see what would work and what wouldn't. Yeah. Amazing. Well, before interviewing you guys, I literally just zoned out and listened to the track and I love it. And I can't wait for all the mission driven podcast listeners to hear the track right now. Uh, so Georgia, do you mind uh, introing the track? Yeah, beautiful. Uh, so this is Ordinary Lives by The Saga featuring Father Rob Galea. Enjoy. Let's go.
Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. I really hope you gained something from this episode. Special thank you to our Mission Driven guest, The Saga. You've got to check out their music anywhere you stream music. Special shout out to Brittany Nader for word of the day. And listen, if you have any questions you'd like to ask for future episodes, feel free to reach out to me directly via email at joe at joemelendrez.com or you can go to joemelendrez.com forward slash podcast. You can also hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Joe Melendrez, TikTok, at Joe Melendrez Music, and also, I release a new video on YouTube every week. Don't forget, if you'd like me to come do a digital event at your church or school, feel free to reach out at joemelendrez.com forward slash digital ministry. So, if you like today's episode, please rate, share, comment, subscribe. It really helps to get the word out. We got to share Jesus all the time, y'all. So until next time, God loves you. That's right. You and stay mission driven. Peace.